0: Welcome back to Good Mom's Bad Choices. I'm Erica and I'm Nila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. Happy Ooh. motherfucking hump day. Yeah, and bump day.
1: And pump day. day and bump
0: day. Yeah. I like how you threw but that in I there. But I guess
1: hump day comes before bump day. <laughs> like technically, if we're going to be technical.
2: Well, it depends where you're at in your journey. Yeah, yeah, true that,
0: true that. <laughs> no, I don't think it matters. I think always pumping <laughs> comes before the bumping.
1: Mm, I mean, unless,
2: the, unless yeah. you've already pumped, unless you're pumping because you've humped Oh, wait, already. pump day is A after different day. bump day. No,
1: we we're like. We're confusing everyone. We're confusing.
0: Well, we have a very special guest today. If you hear a, a foreign voice that's not Erica or I, it is the all-time most high author of the pregnancy Bible that everyone has seen, read, and heard of the series of What to Expect When Expecting, Heidi Murkoff. <laughs>
1: that's me i had like i need cheer hi hi. Oh. hi everybody uh,
0: hi Yay. hello there heidi is a very very special guest today she is probably like one of the most recognized women in pregnancy world she hmm. was recognized by times for most a hundred most influential people in 2011 i feel so special to be honored to be able to like interview you i feel <sighs>
1: No, but that's so twenty eleven. So what? Aww. It never goes away. You're in the Smithsonian.
2: I mean, Aww. you've sold millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. I mean, I can keep saying millions because it's gonna keep going. <laughs> it's like twenty millions of millions of books. Aww. I mean, I know when I, you know, I got pregnant, that's like the book everyone recommends that you must have, you know? So I mean, you are a legend for sure.
1: Whoa. I feel like I don't know what to say besides I love you. Oh, I love me you, love too. You had me at hello.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for, like, allowing us in your space. You know, Erica, if you guys have been listening, you know that Eric and I are very pushy. <laughs> and when Heidi's agent told us she didn't have a lot of time to come to us, we said, we'll come to her house. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: We said, ask her um, if we could come over. <laughs> well, but it's not my house, just so you know. We're remodeling, so this is not my space. But close enough. Well, when for you go back home, we'll, we'll, be, we'll come over there too. Yeah, don't, don't worry. worry. <laughs> the, don't it's worry. a date. It's a date. It's don't a worry, date. we'll bring red wine. Excellent. <laughs> your open invitation.
0: It's not a joke. Once you come on the show, we're your friend for life. Oh. <laughs> I like
1: the way that sounds. I need me some friends. Well, here you are, two mom yeah. friends you never knew you needed. <laughs> I kind of did. Oh, perfect. I'm happy.
0: So let's roll right into it. Should we yeah. do our, our tarot card of the day? Sure. We always open Uh-oh. up the show
2: with a little tarot. So what do the tarot gods have for us today? Like?
0: Today, the tarot, guard, tarot guards, <laughs> <laughs> the tarot gods today have given us hmm, the card of judgment. Uh Oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. It's upside down. Oh, no. Uh -uh. So it says in a financial context, don't be overly cautious with money. That's not to suggest you should go wild. You may find yourself deliberating endlessly about every purchase. If it's something you need and you can afford it, just buy it. It's good to be financially responsible, but you don't have to fret about every penny you spend. Hmm. Hmm. i
2: don't th- i think this hmm. card is fucking with me
0: no i think it's I think, no i think it's telling us something it's telling us we're going to be rich very soon nice <laughs> heidi's richness is bleeding off onto oh, us. Stop. <laughs> and just not to worry like it's fine her success is just going to bleed let me just
2: So those Gucci shoes that I was looking at on the internet last night, I should just get them, right? Okay, Mm
0: -hmm. perfect. But don't
1: put them on my credit card. Okay, fine, Heidi. Okay? Like, we just met. I know we're going to be best friends and everything. I don't think I have access to those yet.
0: Heidi, we're your new daughters now. Like, just one pair of Gucci shoes each. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get wait, you one Wait, too. wait, wait. wait. <laughs> have, you check, have you run this by Emma, though? Emma, just we're all going to be matching. It won't be official if we're all not matching to the event.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, just so you know, Emma buys her own shoes now. <laughs> Mama wants a new pair of shoes. She has to buy it. I'm just saying.
0: That's true. We're moms now. We have buy our own shit. Yeah. Fuck. the one thing i miss about childhood
1: well wait what size shoe do you wear
0: maybe Um, we can share you know what's i'm really sad to say that i'm like very small but i have an average size woman's foot (laughs) <laughs> I'm, like, below average in size, but I, my foot is average size. Oh, so. you know what
1: the, they say about that? <laughs> yeah. Actually,
0: I don't. <laughs> I just was going with it. The huge uh, vagina. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they do say that about petite women. Wow. I know we... you've heard this, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi, I know you've heard it. I've never heard an inappropriate joke about, you know what they say about small women?
1: No. That's why I was telling the joke, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what the... Well, it's
0: not necessarily pertaining to your shoe size, but they all, there is a running joke. I don't believe that you've never heard it about petite women
1: that Go ahead and drive. Tell me, what's the joke? You, <laughs> what that you could
0: drive a truck through it or what? No, like yeah, you could take big penises.
1: <laughs> well, so now relative no, to us, they are all big. True. That's <laughs> true.: that's no, Actually, that's yeah. not a fact. I, no, I,
0: <laughs> I do not agree with that. I, in fact, I no. Okay. Well. Okay. You probably someone probably told you that joke Heidi right over your head. I'm I, happy. I'm telling. I don't you now. think anything
1: goes over my head, but no, nobody has actually said that to me
0: before. But good to know. Well, now you can use it at your next dinner party. I can. <laughs> the I'm pissed that everybody feels comfortable enough with me to just throw that joke around. <laughs> I must say, fuck with me. That's fine.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm down with that.
0: I always talk it as a compliment, but you know, take it however you want. <laughs>
1: I'm taking it. <laughs> That's
0: pun intended. Anyway, yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, we're so inappropriate.
0: Well, so- yeah. Welcome to Good Moms Bad Choices, I- <laughs>
1: Hey, listen, I gotta say, for the record, I was the first person to say penis on national television. Really? What? I- A legend. I told
2: you. I told you
1: guys. I- well, it, that was, to it be, wasn't that to be in your
0: Wikipedia It for wasn't.
1: Sure. It wasn't out of context or anything. I was invited to talk about sex, during pregnancy on Good Morning America. With Joan London. Wow. We're going back a few years. And so it came up in the conversation, like, what was I supposed to call it? And then get off the set. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> what Mr. Are you to call Mr. It? Johnson. I don't know, but I said penis. You know, and as I said, in context. It wasn't out of context. Right. And I get off the set and they were all like, You said penis. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, I did. We were talking about sex during pregnancy, and you saw like everybody shifting uncomfortably. And but anyway, so then it was Seinfeld, and everything was penis, penis, penis. After that, but.
0: so basically, you broke the like the, nothing. The I broke the
1: cherry. The, the, you,
0: right. you broke the cherry of penis on TV. Yeah, I, I did. thank you. I really do thank, thank you, you did. so much for your work.
1: You're and welcome. To You're television. welcome. Honestly, and yeah, I've used it um, liberally ever since. You know, I
2: think that that's really important. I think, I mean, even, even now, like with our space and talking about, I mean, our space is we're very transparent. If you can't note,
1: if you haven't noticed, I yet. had not. Um, <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for pointing that out. But
2: even talking about, like, to our children and kids about their body parts and yeah. just like things that I'm just like, why are we making all these code names for things? I mean, exactly.
0: just call it
2: call it what it is.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah.
0: So, yep. penis, so penis, penis, now,
1: penis. we've said vagina and penis so far. So can we move on, or is that? Yeah, I think I think we want to move on to the <laughs>
2: affirmation of the day. Heidi, we normally ask our guests to, you know, help our listeners kind of, you know, set their week up and something that's going to motivate them for the week. I'd love to know kind of like how you stay motivated or what maybe mantra you live by.
1: My mommy mantra? Sure, go ahead. What yeah, is no, my mommy mantra <laughs> is stop and smell the babies because I learned this the hard way. They don't smell so sweet after a while. And I think it's like a, you know, it's a metaphor for everything. You've got to slow down and enjoy those moments that are going to be over in a flash. So stop, stop and, and smell, smell the, the babies. babies. Yeah. And it's it,
2: funny you say that because I was smelling my daughter yesterday because she still has like little round cheeks, Aww. but they're like starting to get thinner and I'm getting really sad. In no. fact, like I was looking at her the other day and I like sort of crying and she was like why are you crying (laughs) so dramatic and I was like because like you're growing up and I just need you to stop and I was smelling her and I was like she still has a a sweet new new baby smell to her yeah although like there have been a few times where I've smelled her armpits and they've kind of smelled and I was like
1: what is happening yeah you're six no that yeah (laughs) I remember the first time and you know it's funny with boys it's more of a sudden thing because I have a girl and a boy a woman and a man, <laughs> but they didn't start out that way. And with my son, it was literally overnight. I tucked him into bed one night and he was a little boy, you know, little blonde cherub with these brown cheeks. And the next morning I woke up. And I took him to school, picked him up, and I was like, what is that smell? (laughs) There was a smell in the car and there never, ever had been a smell in the car before. And so I think with girls, it's a more gradual process. Like they have PPPP PMS, you know, for like years and then they become women, but it's much more abrupt. With boys, well, thank god we have girls, Milo. yeah Oof. I don't even know
0: if we, I don't know. I, I the, the jury's out, yeah.
1: The jury's out. The <laughs> attitudes
0: are high. Um, oh, yeah. I know yesterday, I cuddled with our friend's new, new, new baby, like oh. one month old at the beach. and I was like
1: <laughs> Did you stop and smell the baby? I did. You I was, like, did taking a moment. It was
0: at a party, and I was still just like, Don't someone try to take the baby from me? No, 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 don't take the <laughs> baby. Like, Hold on, step away from the baby. <laughs> Give me a minute, yeah. <laughs> what the uh huh, I've only had seven, yeah, minutes.
1: yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But going on the twentieth minute, I'm like, take it. I'm getting baby fever. I don't- when the
1: cheek is against, <laughs> yeah, when you put your cheek, face, you can't. And it's like you hope they'll just stick there.
0: I know. And then they don't. They keep and they growing don't. and talking back.
1: I don't want to talk about it. I'm gonna
0: okay. cry again. So let's move on. I literally cried. It was ridiculous. My <clears> daughter <throat> I came out the other side. Was, I
2: hope I didn't cause trauma. She was like, I, I always look at. Luda I, she's and like, cry. why? Is she, my mom okay? Is she mentally like <laughs> unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Luna definitely thinks Aww. I'm unstable. She's like, why are you crying?
0: I'm like, I'm just sad but happy, but you're beautiful. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you have grandchildren, so you're able to kind of like relive. Yeah, and, relive and they're are both a- boys. Oh. Both so, your son and
0: daughter both have kids?
1: No, just the daughter. Are they smelly yet? No,
0: not yet. No, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> they're eight and three, but they do No, they... Well, I mean, the three-year-old <laughs> <laughs> smells because he hasn't pooped in the potty yet, so he's, he um. smells for other reasons, but... <laughs> But just he's sweet, sticky, sweet, but yeah, no, it's a smell we don't want to talk about necessarily. The outside door smell? Mm,
0: Yeah. So I have a question. Everybody knows your epic, amazing book, but like has stopping and smelling the babies of like pregnancy and motherhood just always been your jam?
1: So true story, um, no, I was barely an adult, got married like, just really, we met in September, got married in April. To this young man right to here? To this young man right oh, here. Hi, husband. We met in a bar in New York. And so, um, I was like, I don't even know what got, we just like decided, okay, let's get married. Got married. And three months later, oops, I was pregnant. <laughs> sounds very now, casual. Now, I didn't, I, for some reason, I didn't see that coming. So, we were completely unprepared and- I went out to the books. Remember when there were bookstores that sold books? Oh God, a very, yeah. very long time yeah. ago. So anyway. I Target? <laughs> no. Not Target.
0: Okay. Um, and it
1: was, um, I bought all three books that were available and none of them answered my questions. So two hours before I went into labor with Emma, I delivered a proposal for a book that all I wanted was for a couple of parents to sleep better at night than we had. Just, you know, hold their hand, give them a hug. And I had no idea what was about to happen. How did
2: you know, though? Like, if it being your first child, like, when, during your pregnancy, would, were you doing a lot of research? Or how did you come to, like...
1: No, it, I knew nothing. <laughs> I literally... If you, like, had, you, you, if you had Googled a- Clueless, but of course there was no Google, so that was a little... <laughs> um, yeah, that was me. We, we knew absolutely nothing. And there was nobody to turn to for advice. And so that I had to start from scratch with the research and learn it all. Is there anything now looking
2: back on that book? Because you did write it before you actually had a child. Well, no.
1: I, or the proposal. Well, yes. The proposal. I just knew that I wanted to do this. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what would be in it. But I, mean, I knew it was necessary. Right. That makes sense. No, for sure. I'm just curious of like now as... um, Well, it's it's because things have changed so much, so dramatically since the first edition.
0: It's changed, right? Oh my God, yeah.
1: It's like double the amount of pages, right? I update it like a couple times a year. Oh, wow. Because it's that important to say current. But I mean, the other thing is if you just look at... Well, don't look at the cover, the original cover, but it was... This woman in a rocking chair (laughs) with like a basket of flowers and potpourri and she looked miserable and anyway. So, but the point is that it has changed so much because pregnancy has changed so much and how we are pregnant, how we are empowered in a way that we weren't in my pregnant days. And by the way, I didn't get to show off my bump, which was spectacular but nobody ever got to see it because you had to hide it under a polyester pop tent Mm. yeah you could sleep a family of four under there (laughs) with with your yeah it was really that was was the norm like everyone would know you were pregnant but don't look pregnant exactly huh exactly remember back in the day they called not my day but before my day they called it the period of confinement Mm, i did not know that women had to be confined because they were pregnant, like you weren't supposed to be out doing anything or on your feet or living—you know—just laying. Definitely, Definitely not there. showcasing yeah. that bump. No, 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 <laughs> no. So it was um, maybe the most fun time to be pregnant. But I've gotten—you know—I've had the opportunity now to experience it through my daughter's eyes too, and through her beautiful bump and clothes. Oh my god, the
2: clothes! And the clothes have come a long way. I mean, even since I was pregnant, the clothes have come a long way. I mean, the only option really when I was shopping was the Pee in the Pod. Mm -hmm. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) The Pee in the Pod. Now there's so many cute pregnancy brands. I'm like, do I want to have a baby again just so I can be cute? I do. I do. I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. I do. I do. I do. I I loved being pregnant. I did. I mean, it would be hard giving up the red wine, but... (laughs) Just the whole idea of it is. I mean, even that though. I mean, there's so many, um I
2: mean, for us, I mean, we are cannabis users and mm-hmm. I mean I think even still back there's so many things that have changed as far as like oh, yeah. what you can do when you're pregnant. Right. Having a glass of red wine and you know, every now and then is, you know, not as a big deal as it was like, you
0: know, well actually it depends I like who I, you ask. I feel like then they were like, drink a martini, it's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, when Eric's parents my mother-in-law was pregnant, you know, the only reason she didn't drink and smoke the whole time was because she was throwing up for nine months Mm. because she didn't know she was having twins. Mm, But (laughs) had she been feeling fine, she would have been having the martinis. Everybody did. Yeah. That's totally normal. Yeah. Babies were smaller, but yeah. But they made it. (laughs) They made it. (laughs) No, that's true. I mean, it really, it depends who you ask when it comes to things like wine, even You know, sushi. All those things are, you know, there's so many opinions on caffeine. I definitely drank a coffee every single day. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
2: I I had sushi for sure. My doctor said it was fine. I was like, I really did like Besides the coffee Like I was super strict I was fucking terrified mm-hmm. Like everything that my doctor Told me to stay away from I listened to a tea I Minus the coffee Minus she the, the coffee hey, Yeah, no. but your, your no, doctor she said coffee was fine
1: Yeah yeah Oh the, your, do- your doctor did yeah, say
2: Yeah the coffee was fine and she, the Maybe
1: not she, the five shot I'm a latte drinker or Yeah yeah regular But then coffee. you're getting Calcium bonus It's all good See boom See look. Yeah I didn't yeah. even know that Win win No wonder my daughter's So strong
2: <laughs> Strong <laughs> <and> <laughs> Energetic <laughs> But I was so terrified in pregnancy and I think a lot of people think that once you get pregnant, it's like really isn't about the mother at all. It's really about protecting the baby, must protect the baby. Well, yeah, I mean it
1: should be about the mother a lot more than it is and that's a whole other story. I'm sure we'll get into that. But yeah, it is very much about protecting the baby I mean, I, I didn't eat any
2: cheeses. I well, first know. of all,
1: okay. P.S. You could have eaten all cheeses, unless they weren't pasteurized. 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 I mean, that's
2: what I meant. Like, I mean, and and but no most are. And well, there's pasteurized brie. What are people in France doing?
1: Eating. Fucking what are people brie? in Japan yes. doing? But can I explain eat something? <laughs> but can I explain the ish there? Is that you don't buy drugs like drugstore or gas station sushi in Japan? Like your right. sushi is fresh. The only reason they tell you to avoid it is because you don't want to get sick. Like yeah. bacteria. Now, the, ba- the Listeria traveling? is a different story. That's in the um, cheese. cheese. Super rare. But, I mean, as far as, like, cold cuts in Germany, whole different story than cold cuts here. Mm-hmm. They're more likely to be contaminated. Mm. So, same thing with sushi. So, it's, like, an abundance of caution. But in terms of, like, sushi, the only... Downside would be if you've got food poisoning and it sucks to get food poisoning when you're pregnant. Sure. Yeah. And get dehydrated, have to, you know, get IV fluids and... Maybe it's America. Don't and you're puking anyway. <laughs> that could I be... I
2: mean, America has all these rules, yet we have like the highest... Um, more yes.
1: T- <laughs> exactly. Well, we have the rules, but we don't have the care. Right. And so a lot of women don't even find out what the rules are because they don't get the information because they're not empowered to have that information in their hands. So... That's the problem. Well, there's a lot of problems in our country. That is a
0: big problem. When you were writing this book, like there are a lot of problems with like childbirth and pregnancy mm-hmm. in the states. Like, and you, I think we would assume that there's not because it's oh, it's the United States. We're smart. We right. know everything. But
1: American exceptionalism.
0: Right. Right. We're the best. Except- we do everything great except birth people yeah.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and take care of them and take
0: care of them while they. Other
1: than that, we're awesome. <laughs> Other
0: than that, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> <laughs> we have no ethics in our food and drug no, administration, but no, everything's fine. No, no, no. From the time you wrote the book, just out of pure, it, there's not being enough information available to you. And then the- Too book- much
1: information now.
0: Now, right, right. Yeah. right. How much has it like, since the book dropped and you've had this wild success, I'm sure because you've learned a bunch of stuff in the process. And that, I keep learning. That I'm sure you weren't even aware
1: of because. No, I keep learning every single day. I have learned from moms. I'll probably learn something from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe look at it. it.
0: I told you that joke. It, it so. could happen. So, well, that's
2: true. That's true. That's true. Okay, right. How quickly we forget, Heidi. <laughs> that's
1: true. I filed it away. <laughs> I'll pull it out one day.
0: But yeah, like. It's a lot of information, and sometimes I feel like I'm better off not knowing some of it. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I totally get that. When I was
0: pregnant, like, I'm a very hippie, crunchy, like, I'm mm-hmm. going to give a home birth. I'm going to do orgasmic birth and breathe through it. It's going to be great.
1: Um, Did you? No. <laughs> I, went to the I mean, gym. I'm a huge fan of orgasm. I'm not going to lie. But maybe not at the same time. I just that's me. I was hopeful. It just yeah. didn't happen because mm-hmm. that
0: shit hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I did all this research. I listened to all these like crunchy hippie podcasts. I read all of like all of Aina Mae Bas- Gaskin's mm-hmm. books. I was like, I'm going to go to commune and give birth on a farm. <laughs> but like I didn't realize and thank God I didn't realize because I didn't really want to give birth in the hospital that me as a black woman, I was almost three times as high as like yep. not leaving the hospital with my baby. I had no idea of that. And thank God, because I was already scared of the hospital and I ended up going to the hospital. If I would have known that, there's no way I would have went. I'm like, fuck Mm -hmm, that. I'm going to be home, mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So it's like, I didn't even know that. That was fucking seven years ago.
1: Well, yeah. So (laughs) the reality is that's reality for black women. It's also reality for indigenous moms, American Indian and Alaskan Natives. So as well as moms living in maternity care deserts, which are all over the United States. So what's that? It means you can't get care. There's no hospital. There's no birthing center. There's Mm -hmm. no hospital that does OB. Like even in Chicago, in the south side of Chicago, maternity care is shut down in a lot of places, in rural areas. That's uh, crazy. So many hospitals have stopped doing birth, delivery. So you have to travel so far to get care, and in an emergency, that puts you at great risk. And now, let's face it, we've been to South Sudan and Somalian border. We've been everywhere, and, okay, you sort of, it's not okay that it happens there, but you understand it to a certain extent. I don't understand why in the United States, the wealthiest nation in the world, we can't do a better job on maternal Mortality, morbidity of moms of not making it through childbirth or dying postpartum because they, their care lapses, their Medicaid lapses at two months. What? What? You see the doctor for the last time, at six weeks. Right. A third of deaths happen after that mm-hmm. because moms aren't getting continued care. Yeah. So that's not okay. We have to change that. You know, you had information, whether you wanted to access it or not, you had it. But a lot of moms don't get any. Right. And they're not listened to. Um, the CDC just did this great campaign called hashtag hear her. And it's all based on the fact that many women are not heard. Black moms, especially women of color, when you speak up and you say this hurts, you know, I'm having this symptom and they say, oh, it's normal stopping dramatic."
2: Oh, I mean, I think of Serena Williams. And, yeah, exactly. Know, like, exactly. You know, and
1: she was hemorrhaging mm-hmm. and she told them yep. something's not
2: right. And they pushed her aside until she was like, no, someone yeah. needs to listen to me. And think about how many women of color, not just black, that that happens to. It's just it's alarming. And we know our bodies. We know when something does not feel right. Even me, like, I think about my experience and, you know, I did want to have a home birth and then because I was the first of all my friends to have children, I told my friends that, I told my family that, they all looked at me like I was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. My mom, I come from a family that's very, like, you're sick, you go to the doctor, that's right. it. Even now, they're still yeah. like,
1: you go, what are you doing? Go to the doctor. Well, it's probably a good idea right now
2: um, in general. True. Yeah. But, you know, when I did decide to, because I had a fear, like, I, I was telling my daughter's father, or we I invited a midwife to our house and- this is my last attempt at like proving to myself that I was going to do this mm-hmm. and then like proving to him that like we're doing this. But I also had a lot of guilt because like, okay, it's not just my baby. It's his baby too. And right. like, I want him yeah. to like feel comfortable even though I'm the one carrying it. And uh, I remember this moment he would asked the midwife like, so what happens in an emergency? And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, we'd go to the hospital. And he was like, well, why don't we just go to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> well, we <just> start there, <laughs> And so we went to the hospital uh, and that was no, my, my first point. experience ever. Like I'd never laid in a hospital bed ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I'd never had surgery ever in my life. So kind of going to the hospital mm-hmm. was already traumatic. I remember like I had planned, I was like a week late. So of course my doctor was pushing mm-hmm. me to- Nine you know, days. Yeah, I, I was seven days, but my doctor was like, you must go. The baby's getting too big. Like we have to right. induce you. And so- even now wishing like I didn't listen to her. Like I wish I would have just waited a little bit longer. I went, I got the Pitocin. Throughout my pregnancy, she had been like talking about C-sections a lot. And I kept Mm. saying like, I don't want a C-section. She's like, like, you know, all my babies were delivered C-section. It was very easy. You're obviously capable of, you're healthy Right. right. you have a birth. I'm just saying, and I'm like, I'm just saying what? So anyway, I, I get the Pitocin, you know, I'm in labor for 36 hours. I end up, you know, once your water is broken for that long, you're susceptible to infection. Yep. I, I get an infection. Now I'm going in for an emergency C-section. Not part of my birth plan mm. at all. Nope. Never had a major mm-hmm. surgery in my life. Mm-mm. Never sat in a hospital yep. ever, except for death. Like going to visit people that are dying. Right. And just feeling like none of my, like no one was listening to me. Like yeah. I told her, like, I think we should wait. She said, no, we shouldn't because your baby's getting too big. I delivered my daughter. She was seven pounds. I'm like, people are delivering... To oh. 11 pound well that's baby. A, yeah
1: those estimates are way off I'm anyway like, so that's not something you can take to the bank, so yeah, bank
2: yeah it's just like I just feel like there's a lot of pressure to just you know especially as a first-time mother like you for me like I felt like I must do everything by the book because I am putting my child at risk like there's all this fear around birth and like that you don't actually matter all that matters is this thing that you're growing
0: inside right. of you Like no, your right. opinion doesn't matter you're not in a medical school did you go I didn't think so so it's you are the you're gonna and, die if and, you don't and, do this
2: and I don't know what her experience is with other you know women or white women that she mm-hmm. you know caters to she's not a black doctor and that maybe she would well, have been a little bit more like okay let's wait I could we could argue that or whatever but I did feel like my needs were not listened to and I was like then suddenly I'm in surgery.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I mean, there's a good reason why we have C-sections and why we have induction, why we have all these interventions. It's to save lives when necessary, but it's for use as necessary. And so there's a fine line, and I don't know the circumstances, but I have to tell you that Black doctors are less likely to perform C-sections on black women than white doctors are. I mean, that's just a a statistic. And for whatever reason, black moms are more likely to to, have C-sections. Yeah. Yeah. And to have all kinds of complications. Now, what it's correlated to, whether there's, you know, a higher risk, you know, because of certain pre-existing conditions or whatever, not for you. No, absolutely. So... It's a balance because you want a healthy mom and a healthy baby. And I, you know, then on the other extreme, when I go to Africa and we were in a clinic in South Sudan where a mom walked in barefoot. She'd walked 14 miles in labor. Oh, my God. To get to this clinic so she could safely deliver her baby. Now, this clinic had no infrastructure at all, but the midwives were trained Mm -hmm. and they had clean hands. And that's already a leap above what you could get in your village. So there's extremes, but I feel there's a need for balance with, you know, any birth that ends in a healthy mom and a healthy baby is a su- su- success. <laughs> um, I didn't successfully say that, but <laughs> you, but you see. Yeah. And yours was, however, you know, could you have waited? Maybe. I don't Who knows what the indications were, whether you had any reason to deliver sooner. I
2: think thinking about what Jamila said about saying that, like, I didn't know that, you know, black women are four times, three to four times more likely to die in birth than white women. I had no idea of that either. Mm -hmm. And in my work, you know, in this space with good moms and, you know, meeting women like you and talking to birth workers and doulas and doctors, I do feel like reflecting back on my experience. I'm just like, huh. I do feel like I wish I would have been more knowledgeable yeah. mm-hmm. about that. And then just being more empowered to say, you know what, I want to wait longer. Like, why is there a rush? And are you, trying, you, get to a, a, are you trying to get a... to a
0: vacation?
2: Are you trying to get to a vacation? Or I, right. Well, <laughs> and, I mean, and, a lot of okay. times
0: doctors do do that. Like, there's yeah. like studies so, that correlate C sections happening around lunchtime and the time it's yeah. time to clock out because people are ready to go
1: home. No, and- there's definitely something to be said for that. I feel like when possible, a midwife definitely have a doula. Those both lower your risk for needing a C section. But sometimes you need a C section. and There's nothing you can do about. Well, having someone about. to
2: advocate for you, exactly. Yeah, it's and really I important. I believe
1: every mom should have a doula. We just passed a doula resolution in that just recognizes the importance of them, and hopefully we'll get them covered by Medicaid. We also Please, worked on God, legislation. That would be so amazing. Yeah, because you know for a mom who can't afford to hire a doula but will benefit so Much. incredibly from having that advocate from having that physical and emotional support can make first of all lowers your risk of c-section lowers your risk of complications lowers your risk of postpartum depression mm-hmm. so it's a small investment for a huge for game. a huge, huge and game. like
0: if anyone's had a baby, you, you that hospital bill is like twenty racks, twenty five thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, America, you could throw like two twenty five hundred in for a doula. Not even. Not, e- Not right, even. Right. But it's Not it's even. just crazy, like the amount first of all it's it's so over medicalized, then mm-hmm. it's so very expensive. And like if you don't have insurance, you're fucked. And just even to hear, I didn't even realize that they only cover you, you know, two months after giving birth in, to your in baby. In states
1: that have not had Medicaid expansion, which is a lot of states, that's when it lapses. at Two months. And until the states say, okay, moms matter in this state, it won't change. California, of course, is great. Like, comparatively amazing in terms of maternal health. Places like New Jersey and New York. But you go to other states like Texas and the rates are so And moms are not getting care, and you're also talking about undocumented moms who are Mm. afraid to get care, or they don't can't afford it, so they wait until they have a complication Mm -hmm. at eight months, and guess what? That ends up costing more than it would have just to give her prenatal care in the first place. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if if you know legislators don't see you know see it from a compassionate point of view where I want all moms. These are my sisters. I want them all to be healthy. Then, you know, realize it's economically, it makes sense.
0: People are always talking about Kegels, do Kegels, tighten your pussy, do Kegels. But where are those muscles hiding? And how do you exercise them? I don't know. And so perfect with poor moi. It's like the gym
2: for your pelvic floor. I know you guys have heard us talk about Pormois, which is a device that helps not only stimulate you, but also helps tighten and strengthen your pelvic floor. So when I tell you your girl is tighter than a virgin these days, it's all thanks to Pormois. I think that's a win-win. And if you're a mom that's given birth in any capacity, then you know. Sometimes you know a little extra tightening. So that's why I'm so excited that Moi is offering our listeners an additional $25 off of intensity when you go to P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com and enter promo code G-M-B-C at checkout. That's right. That's $25 off on top of all ongoing promotions on their website when you go to com and use promo code G-M-B-C at checkout. Credit card statements, Debt can be super overwhelming. So overwhelming. Like, honestly. I avoid them. Crippling. (laughs) (sighs) I just need simple solutions. So Upstart has been that. It's been so easy and fast to pay off my debt with a personal loan. I did it
0: all online in five minutes. It consolidates all of your credit cards, and you can just pay one credit card bill instead of having multiples? Yeah, I mean, whether you're consolidating high
2: interest debt or funding personal expenses, over a half a million people have used Upstart to get
0: a simple fixed monthly payment. That's amazing because sometimes it gives me anxiety to see so many credit card bills. So just having one would eliminate so much of my anxiety.
2: Can you tell our listeners too, I mean, you, you do such amazing work, I mean, all over the world with your foundation. Can you tell them more about your What to Expect Foundation and, and also
1: Bump Day? I, I'm really excited. It's today. Yes, 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 it is. yes. Today,
2: today <laughs> but, is bump day. Not
1: surprisingly, it's a Wednesday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and bump, yeah, today is bump day. And I just want to talk about your work and your foundation and how you came to bump day and what it means for us and you and all the mamas out here.
1: So this is our seventh annual bump day, and which is very exciting. Keeps getting bigger and bigger. And the idea is to flood social media, um, especially Instagram. With beautiful bumps, because we're all about celebrating beautiful bumps past and present. I'm going to be personally dusting off my Polaroid (laughs) of the three pictures that I actually have pregnant. One, there's a little bit of pubic hair that I have to, because I was pulling my shirt up, so I have to, like, tuck it down. Um, But the idea is to have fun, but raise awareness about the urgent need for better maternal health care in the U.S., Because motherhood is the ultimate sisterhood, and our sisters are at risk, and we can't let that stand. We have to advocate, share messages about the crisis of maternal mortality that's happening here in the U.S. at this moment, because we have the highest rate of maternal mortality in the developed world. Not okay.
0: Not okay.
1: Not okay. Not even remotely okay. And we can change that. But we have to all speak up.
2: Well, I'm really excited to be a part of it. I can't wait to show off my bump. And if you guys are listening, make sure that today is the day. Show those bumps off. If you have any pregnant mamas listening right now, Go take a picture or, you know, I know you guys have probably photo shoots. I mean, we're in the age of social media. Exactly. Everyone, everyone <laughs> love a maternity <laughs> People love to post a bump photo. I mean, I wish I had more photos. I, I think even me, like, I wasn't, like, one to, like, walk around with, like, a crop top on and my, like, belly showing. Oh,
1: I would so do that right. This I mean, minute. I definitely
2: showed my bump. I wasn't hiding it, but I wasn't, like... Boom!
0: Like right, right. going into the in restaurant. your face,
2: <laughs> like sports bra and belly. Here I yeah. am. Oh um, man, did you?
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I was dedicated to not buying a single maternity outfit. I'm like, oh, I'm go. not going to be pregnant very long, so I'm not buying that shit. That's right. <laughs> and then I was just squeezing my already small shit over my big ass belly, and you were going to get it all, no matter
1: what. Love it.
0: <laughs> but you know, even as empowered and like I was in my pregnancy, I do wish. It's crazy how you can think at one point you're empowered and you you were comfortable in it and then you look back and there's things that like even with breastfeeding afterwards, like I was a breastfeeder and I breastfed for a long time, but like I just remember some people like, Oh, you know, go in the bathroom and then no. not, not feeling like ballsy enough that day to be like, No And I was like, <laughs> Okay, like Aww. even for me and, and I thought that I was like all empowered in it and but I was looking recently, I don't have a lot of pictures from me breastfeeding
1: because I was probably like this is too much to take a picture, right? But now I'm I miss it so much. <laughs> I miss it all these years later. I miss it like crazy. And I was the person who actually whipped them out back before it was cool to whip them oh, out. I'm so proud of you. Um, I mean, I like tried to put a napkin on me in a restaurant, but you know, Emma was always like bobbing yeah, and wants to, knocking wants to it eat off with
0: a blanket and on their I'm, head.
1: Exactly. So I went with the flow, so to speak.
0: How was your husband with that at that time? Like, was he advocating for you, or was he like, oh, oh
1: totally? Well, he was fond of them too. I mean, it's just, (laughs) but it's like, if you can show breasts everywhere else, damn it, you can share breasts when you're feeding a baby, period. End of story. not even negotiable there's
0: so much sexualization of women's bodies Uh and bodies in general and it's it's crazy that like we are so programmed to sexualize every fucking thing because i guess this is america that even when it comes to something as natural and as beautiful and as like god-given as birthing and like enjoying the body that you're Mm -hmm. in and like even like, I think I got flagged on the internet because I posted a picture, like a beautiful oh. picture of my belly, but my nipples are showing. They were fucking huge, but <laughs> the, the point is, it wasn't sexual at all. No. Like why the fuck Instagram? Would you take my beautiful picture down at a beautiful <laughs> That's caption? So not okay. I, it was just, it's just, it's an interesting thing, and I feel like so many moms, like if you're listening, if you're pregnant, if you're about to get pregnant, if you've, you know, get having a second baby, it, there's so many things like. To be empowered in and information to soak up, and just like, just to know where you stand in your pregnancy, and to like make sure your partner is informed and you're informed when you go in the hospital. What you want, what you don't want, what you're standing for. If someone tells you to put your tit away in the restaurant, tell them to fuck off. You know, like there's. I just. I want to give you the. Gift I mean, unless of you're voice. not breastfeeding, unless you're and not- you just you're like you're randomly <laughs> when,
1: pulling it that out. Happens I, to me too. Yeah, that's, no, and that's okay, and it's a wardrobe malfunction, and I, I get it, that. It, but the queen of a But if you were breastfeeding. And this is true all over the world. What is the matter with us?
0: And also, if you're that weird-ass fucking friend that's Mm -hmm. like, oh, Heidi, put your boob away. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, friend. You need to shut the fuck up. And the next time you catch yourself about to tell someone to put their tit away or put a blanket over their baby's head or whatever fucking great advice you think you're about to give a mom or like, maybe you should put those new hot milky boobs like away. No. No. I earned (laughs) Mm -mm. these milky boobs and I earned this belly Mm -hmm. and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And like, even if it's your mother-in-law, you know, maybe you don't have to use those words because you might get divorced. (laughs) But like, you must stand up for yourself.
1: Well, and it's true with mother-in-laws and with mothers. I mean, like they'll give you a lot of shit about all kinds of things and you just... This is your time to be the parent. It's not their turn anymore, right? You wear the parent pants.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's your time to really, you make the rules. It's, it's you like, made the baby. You made the baby. You, you make, made the baby, made the
1: not the them. And by the way, pregnancy and new moms are not community property. I think no, it's everybody not for, thinks. It's that, not a town hall meeting. No. No, they're not going to contribute to the raising of your child. So their opinions, honestly... No, they don't get to tell you what to name your baby. They don't get to tell you how to feed your baby. They think they do. Or Uh, how your baby, you know, should, um what schedule they should sleep on. Nothing. No, they don't earn that.
0: I tell you, I never got more motherfucking unsolicited advice until I was a mom. And I'm telling you, you've got to start that shit in pregnancy. you got to start putting your motherfucking foot down. (laughs) As soon as you see two fucking lines on that stick,
1: (laughs) you're you're swollen foot. (laughs) Yes, you've got to put that swollen foot down. You have
0: to like stand in it because people will try you and it will make you question yourself and question how your parenting. That's the
1: thing. And I know you guys are not like this, but there's so much on. Social media of the mom judging, Oof. which is why when you pulled out the tarot card about judging, I was like, No, no, <laughs> not, that, no not, not, that. not that kind of judging. No, but we can't. We have to support each other. And, you know, and there are like two absolutes about being a parent keep your child healthy and safe, love your child unconditionally. Beyond that, keep it alive. Keep it alive. Yep, keep it happy.
2: That's it. I, and even on social media, there's a lot of judgment uh, from the crunchy moms to the non-crunchy I know, moms. I know, and I, know. I think that I have to speak to that too because there's women it that goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really easy for us to be like, give home birth and do all these things. Oh, like, oh, you breastfeed for want, eight years. But if you don't want to? That's fine or too. If, if it would put you at high risk. Why are you
1: giving them formula? Your mother's milk.
2: And I'm like, okay. Listen,
1: Emma <laughs> did not make milk. She closet pumped eight hours a day, oh. and she would make like this much milk and it was funny because Lennox was loved it so she would give it to him first I used to call it the appetitizer <laughs> it <laughs> was appetitizer. like literally one ounce and he loved it and that made her feel so guilty so she would go back to the closet and pump and pump and pump until her nipples hang on by a thread and we finally had an intervention and said Emma you can't continue this mm-hmm. like you know and they did not bond until she gave up the breast pump. Yeah. She was so gung-ho and it was she, keeping her from babe, bonding. Yeah. Lennox hated the sight of her because she would always try to shove a breast in his mouth and but there was nothing. nothing in it. <laughs> and she tried every herb. She tried every lactation consultant. She tried cupping oh, wow. uh, drugs from Canada. Like she tried <laughs> everything and she couldn't make milk. So it's like, yes, breast is best. But if you can't breastfeed or you choose not to, the most important ingredient in a feeding is love. Right. That's it. You provide that love. You provide everything a baby needs. So that's what I'm saying.
0: I suck at this message. Good moms. (laughs) Is not a place for judging Mm-mm. or what to expect.
2: I'm so excited to see all these bumps. I can't wait to see all the bumps on the internet, all the bumps that I've yet to see. I know we have a lot of moms that are pregnant right now. that are listening. Yay. What is the hashtag? It's hashtag
1: bump. Hashtag bump day. day. And then we have a social media toolkit. You can share messages about the need for better maternal health care. There's so many stats that are really, like the fact that, you know, two 0.2 million moms live in a healthcare desert where they can't get care. I mean, wow, that's a not lot. okay. That is a lot. Yeah. Wow. Um, and most pregnancy complications that lead to death are preventable. Like, you can actually do something about it by spreading awareness.
0: Isn't that crazy? There's things we could do about it, but we just haven't done it
1: because, you know, well, <laughs> do that last. Well, <laughs> and a lot of people don't know. Which they just important. don't know what they don't know, and I'll give them the benefit well, of the doubt. I mean, but yeah. now you know, so There's no excuse. Yeah, we have to mom mobilize around issues that are really important to all of us. Because if we don't do it, who's going to do who's it? Who's going to
0: do it? Mom do does not Matter, goddamn yep. it. We mm-hmm. make the people. Do you want more people? We'll take care of us. Fuck. Do you want a population?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and Low. yeah, try to have a healthy future without a healthy mom. It's not possible.
0: You'll have nothing. You'll
1: have nothing. You owe it to us.
0: Right? Sure, you yeah. owe us. Okay, then. Hell yeah. Case closed.
2: <laughs> we had some, a few little questions we wanted to ask you before we head yeah. out of here. Are
1: those
0: tarot cards? No, no. Oh, no. No more tarot. We're done with the magic. No, good, good, good. <laughs> so we were recently gifted
2: this amazing game by May, our podcast coordinator, who's sitting over here. The game is called We're Not Really Strangers. You guys have maybe seen us post about it. Maybe you guys have heard about it because it's all the rage on social media. But mm. it's a good way to... They have some really amazing questions in here that I think some people haven't been asked. I know I've never been asked some of these questions. This is
0: the self-reflection edition. Uh-oh. So you've got to self-reflect, Heidi. Okay. Go well, deep. Do I have to look in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> look in the no. Mirror and ask yourself these questions. It's
1: not in
2: this light. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: What have you always accepted as true that turned out to be false?
1: Okay, I'm not good at self-reflection. <laughs> I'm just, what have I always... I assumed that everybody cared about moms and babies. <laughs> that turned out not <laughs> to be, be true. Oh, God. What harsh, I, what I assume that. Um, yeah, I don't... Honestly...
0: That's a good one, I think. I'm really
1: bad at this.
0: No, I'm, I, that is I'm, good, and I'm, glad I'm good. that you've taken the initiative to make people care.
1: Well, I'm Thank trying. You're
0: starting the hey, you should care about moms and babies I'm the, campaign because it I'm matters. I'm trying. You've done an amazing job. <laughs> okay, here's another one. What's a non negotiable in my
1: life? Um, or your life? Hugs. Your life. Hugs.
0: Same, same girl. You got to hug me. we um, friends. I'm I
1: old. have oh, hugged boy. my way through <laughs> countries where nobody hugs. Mm. Nobody hugs. I hug men in countries where men are not supposed to hug. Um, I've gotten people from man paths all the way through shaming them, of course. <laughs> shame. Like I'm the other day, I, w- I was uh, at Senate office and this guy was giving me this like little Mandy pandy kind of like pat. Ta- 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 and I, I ta- was ta- like, no, no. <laughs> that's not okay. That was rude. I'm going to train you. So... <laughs> Hugs, but yeah. Your mother, <laughs> hugs, hugs, hugs. So you just, just kind of pull them in, you know, from from. Well, the I was like, that's not okay. Like, you don't hug like this. It's not, you know, it's like the Hollywood air <laughs> like, kiss. I people's, don't- The people's face, like like when, you, when yeah. you start to touch mm-hmm.
0: them how like uncomfortable they get i've always i say, only had
1: security called on me once. security was called who well, called
0: security on
1: you i think almost no oh, it was, it was on- little
0: five one woman little
1: it was, harmless it was it was, the, it, the, donald, it was it was on the had donald it was no i haven't oh i would not that would be my one exception that would <laughs> be no hugs there. The, yeah um it was on the set of the what to expect when you're expecting movie I don't know if you guys uh, saw it. And if you did, is. I apologize. Why um, you apologize? Because not it not was embarrassing. You didn't, didn't like love the movie? It? Mm. So we were on the <laughs> set, and I was hugging everybody, and I got to, what's his name? Dennis Quaid. And he was at the, you know, the... the was that Meg Ryan's ex-husband? Yeah, he's hot. Okay, <laughs> well... rude. He didn't, he called security on his Well, no, I was like, hi, I'm Heidi, and everybody else had been so awesome about it. And he was like... He didn't actually call security. I'm, being, but it, I'm exaggerating a little, well but he... Have, he exactly. Look, Dennis, you. get it together. Yeah. Rude. Okay. So uh, I'm I would give he him, him like one hugger. rain check.
0: He seems like a hugger. I'm pissed. Well, I... Yeah. You'd be surprised there's he not listened. a hugger that you think is a hugger. He's an actor, Erica. Oh, damn it. He's good at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And some people are weird about it. They are. I, it's so
0: weird. I mean, like, minus COVID and all the other, you know, whatever, the cold that's gone crazy. But... People are so weird about human touch.
1: Okay, but yes. And I actually, the first time I went to the CDC and I met with the director of the CDC and everybody who knew I was a hugger, they were taking me into his office and saying, whatever you do, do not hug him. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I went right in, <laughs> you're like, right. I went right in, gave him a big old hug. <laughs> slow motion. And it. he... I swear to God, he would not let go. Like he was Aww. hugging me for the next He's, like He's probably been hour. waiting
2: for this hug. And no one I, hugs I, this and man. I
1: said, you know, here's the thing about hugs and public health. Like I understand no handshaking. Handshaking is gross. But hugs, you're going like this. You're not, you're you're not there's no swapping of any fluid. You don't keep fluids on your shoulder. So I feel it's so much more hygienic and it's good for you.
0: I can only imagine the memos that, like, go before, like, Heidi's agent sends out, like, <laughs> she's a hugger, uh, just warning everyone she will touch everyone, <laughs> be aware.
1: No, it's a pentagon. It's a pentagon, literally. You know a lot of important people, Oh, Heidi. my God. I, you know, four-star general. Obama I know, I do. I'm oh, like, is yeah. that Michelle? Oh, my God, I was casually. like, I
2: was going slide it here. I was like, should I slide that,
1: photo behind That, that photo, so she, that's when Eric. Or somebody told her she wrote "What to Expect" when you're expecting, and that's her. You did not that's face. That's how our face
0: I, I was too. This. I'm
2: gonna this sweet so <laughs>
1: see,
2: look at this. Look at this hug. hiding an amazing hug.
1: But there's this. Well, first of all, I'm wearing heels. She's wearing flats, and I'm in her armpit. But, <laughs> but regardless, she's an amazing hugger. But that's her face saying. Literally, she was saying you did not.
2: I see it. <gasps> that was our. And face. then, and that's your face saying. Yes I, did. I, yes,
1: I did. That's me. <laughs> and that photo, she's she's saying, and I used to go through it every night. Oh. And she was using the hand description. And yeah, it was very exciting. Everybody's
0: written the book. I mean, no, wrote, read the book, including Michelle Obama. So yeah, that's but, amazing.
1: You've made it. She's a really good hugger, though, I have to say. <laughs> You're a
0: good hugger, too. You gave me a good hug. I was yeah. very
1: pleased with that. I'll do even
0: better on the way out. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Me and Heidi are bonding
1: over our deep hugs. Yeah. Bone
0: crushing. <laughs> I love. I yeah. love it. I love it here. This is my family now. <laughs>
2: well, Heidi, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank
0: and
1: you for coming to me. Yes,
2: yes. We came to you and we'll come to your That's house so soon. so special. Worry, we're aggressive
0: and we don't take no for an answer. I don't either, so. <laughs> <We're> like,
1: hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: <laughs> Maya was like, good news. I'm like, perfect. Nobody was going to email. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask. <laughs> so I'm so happy that you joined us and shared your knowledge so and shared energy with us in space. Um, thank you for all the work that you do, and we will be posting every fucking picture of our bump that we can find on Instagram yes! today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I hope you do too. Tag what to expect when to, when expecting, and hashtag Bump Day, Happy Bump Day, all of my beautiful mamas out there.
1: Happy, happy Bump day, day,
0: Happy Healthy Bump Day, Happy, happy healthy, healthy Bump, bump day. day, and don't forget to hump because it's also
1: Hump Day. Yeah, yeah. Why hump not? so you can get the bump or not. Yeah, well We're you not. don't have to get the bump every time you hump. I'm true, just true. clarifying that. True. Like. You can pull out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> please don't rely on that. Okay, or just, you could take better, just better please contraceptive don't. options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a
0: doctor and I don't certify this message. we are to snort? I did. <laughs> Where can uh, our listeners find you?
1: At Heidi Murkoff. All my social media is at Heidi Murkoff. and of course, there's at What to Expect and the What to Expect Project, which is the foundation and the which app. There's right? a what lot to of things app. and the What to Expect app. Wait, there's a What to Expect podcast. There's a lot of What to Expect. Just Google I- What to Expect and <laughs> follow all of them or me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yes yeah
0: and you know where to find us we're Moms underscore bad choices on instagram and Moms bad choices everywhere else don't forget to rate and review this episode
2: make sure to follow us on twitter you guys we do have a twitter we tweet oh so
0: do
1: i you do i do i mean i've gone on a little twitter titus yeah that's a lot over there but it is but i for bump day i'll do it I I think we're good.
0: We're bad girl, good mom.
2: No, good mom underscore bad girl. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh. Well,
0: we Hmm.
1: will tag all of the links. I feel like you're good and you make good choices. You just, yeah. uh, I have a feeling you do. The
2: bad choices are not necessarily bad. They're just, you know, some people might think that talking about sex is bad, but. Or saying penis on the television. Well, clearly
1: I'm not one of those (laughs) people. You are a good mom,
2: bad. You're a good mom (laughs) that makes bad choices and good choices. Yeah. But we will link everything in this episode description. Don't you fret. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye. En la noche solo puedo
0: recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas como bailamos en la gran ciudad.